Coming up, report part two from my trip to Walt Disney World Resort. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike the Far in this equation. And I'm John, about 10 miles away. 10 or 20. It's all the same. That changes every week. I love it. A little bit of variety. 10 to 20. 10 is the crow flies, maybe, right? Yeah, I guess it could be. Probably. Uh, so, yeah, probably. as soon as they invent jetpacks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Rocketeer. Maybe, they, uh, you know, since Disney, eventually they'll bring back, like, and I've heard rumors that they're doing something with the Rocketeer. So maybe they'll invent, like, a Rocketeer jetpack or something like that. Yeah, well, actually, I don't even think they need to invent it. I think they just have to let you have it at this point because I'm pretty sure there's people I've seen, like, uh, you know, like TikTok or Instagram videos where, People are literally flying with weird contraptions, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, you can fly with the in the water with the water one, but they make an air one too, and they don't let the general public have them because people would probably kill themselves in about ten seconds. But I do think they exist, you know, almost like drone technology, but wearable. And yeah. I, that's what I saw people kind of flying around with. But again, you're not really allowed to do that yet because we couldn't handle it. But I'd take the chance, though. Well, it kind of, it stinks, though, right? Because, I mean, didn't uh, at one point, wasn't there like a Disneyland or Disney World video or something when they opened something up that they had a guy in a jetpack somewhere (laughs) along the way? And did you ever see that old video? And I I think to myself, yeah, they literally had him. And it might have been for Space Mountain. I think it was the opening of Space Mountain, probably in Florida. And and they had a guy taken off in a jetpack and like land in a jetpack. And I, I thought, I, I see that every once in a while out there, like an old video of that. And I think to myself, man, what happened? I mean, you know, surely, surely you could have came up with something that was at least reasonably safe for consumers to have a uh, some kind of jetpack, you know? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you think Disney Tesla would be Tesla so would disappointed? Oh, yeah. He'd be so disappointed. We still aren't using any jetpacks, and we're not. There's no mission to Mars. We're not living on the moon. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure we could be doing all that, but we're too busy like doing weird things with our money. It's like, oh, let's let's spend eight trillion dollars on unknown weird stuff. Yay, government! It's like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> what happened with that? Oh, it's gone. Don't worry about it. Let's, let's invent drones yeah. to kill each other and, you know, yeah. you know instead of... Yeah, we got a lot of wars. To yeah. <laughs> no, no need. Yeah, no hopeful future. Hopeful future? What's that? All right, John. Uh, your week in the parks. How did that go? Speaking of hopeful future, I, I went to Epcot last week. And I uh, got up early, like I always do in my Epcot days, and I tried to get my uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and it didn't work. So I decided I'm going to still go, (laughs) and I'll give it a try at 1 o'clock when I get there. Of course, I'm always running behind, and so 
you know, I literally was counting the minutes on my GPS as I'm driving. I'm like, man, I need to shave off another minute. It's going to be close. <laughs> I get to the park and they parked me almost as far out as you can get. So I'm doing a walk slash run trying to get, and I saw other people doing it too. So it is kind of funny. It's almost like a thing now that the locals showing up at one o'clock to try to get the next thing because I wasn't the only one running. There was a bunch of locals all parking and running towards the end. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. It's a new phenomenon made up. But anyway, I got in at 12.57, so I made it with three minutes to spare. So I quickly went to the right and walked towards the seas with Nemo because I thought, I don't want to be in a big group anywhere. I don't want to be a group at the front. I don't want to be a group anywhere. I turned off my Wi-Fi and I was walking into the line. I didn't want to go in the building because that could block you. So just as I was walking in, I'm hitting refresh, 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 and I got it. And I was like, wow. So it, it was just me. But I was quite happy because, again, we had talked before, Rise of the Resistance was pretty much impossible, especially for pass holders. And I assumed that this was going to be as well. I can't believe I got it again like I, I did. And estimated wait time was 195 minutes. I got it exactly at 1 p.m., obviously, because that's when they all went. But I did hear some weird talk, though, too. I was... Uh, I, I, I was in line for something else, and I heard people saying, you know, that there were still uh, Lightning Lane purchases available for it. And I was hmm. like, huh, that's weird. Like, in the middle of the day, like, they sold that in seconds before. And I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't check, but the tourists in line were saying that that they were going to, they didn't want to buy the lightning lane, but they still could have, but they tried for the one o'clock instead and they got that, you know, because they don't want to pay to go on. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good sign. I'm glad to see that people aren't just lining up to give $17 a ride. At least, I mean, they are, but not to the extreme where it's sold out in one second. It's like, so we'll see. Because again, I basically said at first that guardians was set up so locals will never be able to ride it well it turns out it's one of the easier things for me to ride because i'm not going to wait two hours in any line but i can get try for a virtual queue so i am i was wrong on this so far like at first it seemed not good for me and then all of a sudden it's like wait a minute I'm riding Guardians more often than I would have thought. So, well, it's it's interesting because I've heard uh, on some of the Disney news sites this past week, it's become a little bit easier to um, get get on that ride. I I did have a friend down there this past week. I, I haven't heard from him whether he got to ride it or not. I'm gonna be really interested to see whether he got a chance to get on that or not. But um, uh, it, it seems like people haven't had much of a problem. Uh, uh, experiencing that thing, particularly the one o'clock one, like you got. So, yeah, yeah. So, and the only bad part about it is, and it's not a bad part, but I, I uh, tend to go there a lot more now because out of everything at Disney, it's the newest thing that I really haven't gotten bored with yet, and it's one of the newest coolest rides that i have a chance of actually riding without standing there for hours and waiting so 
it's very tempting. Like tomorrow, I was like, which park am I going to go to on Sunday? And I'm like, I think I'm going to go to Epcot. Maybe I'll get Guardians again. You know, it's like, do I really want to go there again? Eh, not particularly, but I might get Guardians again. So that would be cool. So I do. I am tending to do that more. I may change my mind. I don't know. I think I'm going to go to the movies tomorrow night. So maybe it's not good because I might get it and then I can't ride it because I have to leave to come home to go to the movies or something, you know? So I don't know. I think if I don't get it in the morning, I might change my reservation and go somewhere else. Yeah, I understand that. But the other thing that it changes for me is I got there at one and, you know, the estimated wait time is 195 minutes. So I've got hours at Epcot and I'm not really, I don't usually spend too much time in any park. So, you know, I had to figure out what am I going to do? And uh, the first thing I did since I was walking there anyway, I went on the seas with Nemo and friends and not because it's a good ride, but because it was extremely hot. It was like in the nineties and right in the middle of the day, there's no shade anywhere, just the sun beating on you. So I was going to say the way that I do the parks in that kind of weather is I'll go into rides that normally I wouldn't just to cool down, you know, like it's, it's like part of the process. So I went into uh, the seas with Nemo. I think I went live on that just because I have it in a while. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if I even posted that. I did go live on it, but then from there, I went over and rode Journey into Imagination, which again, it's a terrible ride, but it was great just to cool down, you know, nice, nice to cool down. And then I wanted to mention, uh, over connected to the uh, Pixar Film Festival building up by the Jumping Water Fountains, which by the way, were turned off, which I think they're diverting some water, maybe they're hooking up the Moana water world and how to turn it off. Or maybe they will get rid of that whole area because Moana, I don't know. I hope they don't, but you know, Disney, they're Mm -hmm. full of good ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just brimming with, but anyway, they're up there by where that is. There is a photo opportunity for Disney visa card holders. I see that. Yeah. And I have a Disney visa card. I, I knew that the knew that it was up there, but I went in because it was uh, uh, they're in their 50th outfit. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll get a few pictures of them. I did let them take my picture too. I never even downloaded it from the app because you know that's I'm not really into my pictures. But I can tell you, it's the first time that I have been interacting with a character as well since 2019. Like, literally, they came up, they put their arms around me to get the picture, and I was like, huh. I didn't make, I should have made a TikTok video and cried in it or something. You should? (laughs) People would have loved it. But but I really was not emotional at all about it. I didn't really. But but they do look cool, and it's a cool place to get pictures if you have a Disney Visa card. It's free, and I think they let you download the photo for free, too, even if you don't have photo pass. I didn't try, so I can't say for sure. I'm pretty sure you do on those Disney Visa things. Like, I think they let you do that. Yeah, well, the next time I'm there with, like, my wife or something, we'll go in. Maybe we'll download it, so. But anyway, from there, I walked over to Test Track, and uh, I went to the single rider line and 
walked right on. Uh, there was basically no wait at all. And then from there, I went over to Mission Space. Yeah, I saw that. I was like surprised that you got on Mission Space. Yeah, you haven't well, been on it in a long time, right? I have it, and that's part of the reason I went on it. I had three hours to kill, and I haven't been on it in a long time. And I looked, and it said 35 minutes for orange, which is the spinning, and it said 10 minutes for green. So I said, I really, I've only ever ridden the green uh, not spinning side once, and it was so boring, and I didn't really like it. But I'm like, eh, I don't even remember what it is. Let's, is. I'm going to do that. But I went through... The entire thing inside was empty. There was nobody waiting. Oh my in gosh. There. Yeah. And so I asked the people, they were loading orange. I said, it said orange is 35 out there. Can I ride orange? I would have rather. I just didn't want to wait. And he's like, oh, sure. All you got to do is they kind of laughed. And then they said, just read this statement. It's like a warning about spinning or whatever. I was like, yep, yep, I got it. So, you know, they let me go in and I didn't wait at all. But they said it's a 35-minute wait for Mission Space. It was absolutely no wait at all. Huh. So I really think, and and I rode that ride. You know, I it's it's not impressive at all. It's it has not aged well. Uh, you know, it 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 the G forces are crazy. It makes you feel like you're going to pass out. But you know, that's not a plus for me. <laughs> I don't I don't consider that a good thing. So anyway, I rode it, and I'm fine. I mainly just rode it for some footage and to kill some time. And it makes me think, again, why on earth are they messing around with, the, you know, getting rid of whatever, getting rid of, uh, like, changing Splash Mountain and stuff? It made me think, they have a lot of work to do here. This thing is not holding up. And again, how long did Horizons last, you know? Yeah. I, I, this... They they spent like over a hundred million dollars, I think, on this ride, and it never was beloved by anybody. And it's kind of fizzles out more and more at this point. It's just not impressive. So, yeah, I I don't know. I I, I don't think it's a. Anyway, from riding these rides, it made me think you got a lot of work to do, Disney. Your money would be better spent somewhere else. When all your other problems are looking are buttoned up, then maybe it'll then it'll be time. Let's look at Splashman, you know? Everything else is going great. Let's look. But it's not. Anyway, I uh, I went from there to um, I decided I'm gonna go ride Spaceship Earth because usually I ride that on the way up, but I'm like, by the time I get on Guardians, I'm gonna wanna just leave. So I'm gonna I'm gonna duck out now. So I did that. Uh, spaceship Earth that slowed down constantly as usual. You know, it was it was uh, it was good and all. But anyway, here's another confusing part for everybody. <coughs> I went to uh, Connections Cafe again. I just keep going back, and I really wanted that salad that I had initially. And I was look, look, looking around at some other people's food, and I'm like, they don't look that bad today. I'm gonna. I'm gonna that's, get that's this. the general salad, yep. right? General, general says chicken salad. salad. I'm like, I'm gonna try it again. So here's the confusing part. It was like one of my favorite salads ever in the the uh, soft opening. Then I had it again when it was open for real, and it was not very good at all. Almost no greenery, um, tasteless, not that good. 
I got it again, and it was pretty good again. It wasn't as good as a soft opening, but it was somewhere in between. So it was worth it, you know? It, there was plenty of greens this time. Like, there was actual salad in it. And, you know, like I said, it wasn't as good as the first one. Didn't have that bite of spiciness. But there was, I, I don't know if I was imagining or not, but I kept thinking, I, I did I taste spice in there? Maybe. And I was like, oh, maybe not, but... I'm looking at it right now, your picture of it. It does look a lot better than the last one. The last yeah. one looked really soggy and soaked. and It really it really was better. So Anyway, my review is great salad, bad salad, good salad. <laughs> so I guess we'll settle on it's probably good, but we don't know. It depends who's making it, I guess. <laughs> but I, I, yeah. I recommend getting it, though. It's still good. Three, three big pieces of chicken. And a nice amount of salad for eleven ninety nine. That's not bad for Disney prices, you know. It really isn't. The chicken will fill you up. You'll feel a little healthier because you're eating some salad. So I enjoy it. I will get it again probably. I'm hoping they maintain a consistent amount. So after that, I went to Guardians of the Galaxy. There's not a lot to say about it. I've, this is what my fourth or fifth time riding it. Maybe fifth. I think we both wrote it four times. We or three. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one since then. So this is fifth for me. So I got this you. This is I've I've ridden it three times. So you're. You oh, got then this two could up be my fourth. I don't remember, but anyway, I decided to wait for the front because I like the. I don't know. I did the front. I did the back. I did the middle. Oh yeah, this is four because I went back to the front again, and. I do feel like there's a difference though over the times. I feel like they have turn the lights up a little bit probably to reduce the nauseous feeling because i felt no motion sickness of any kind this time but i could see the tracks a lot better i could see where the screen started and stopped and like as i'm going through it and it's still awesome but i definitely feel like they turned the lights up a little and the other thing i noticed for the first time when the ride was done they used to ride just ride past where the guardians come up and they go mm -hmm. welcome to the guardians of the galaxy and then yeah. you know they but you that would happen as you just go past so you never get to see the whole thing now they stopped you in front of it to watch the whole thing and then they went so i was like oh, that's pretty cool <clears throat> and it made me think too being in the front and having the lights on a little still such a good ride like the feeling is so unique but it wasn't completely unique to me. And I kept thinking, this reminds me of my childhood. I'm like, but how though? You know, I was never flying through outer space. And I'm like, I used to ride, I used to be into skateboarding when I was a teenager. And my favorite part of skateboarding was large ramps, you know, like say like a 12 to 14 foot high half pipe ramps with, you know, a, a foot to one, one to two feet of vert at the end. Mm -hmm. And what I was feeling, I think it was called like an alley-oop or something. It's like you go forward, but you drift backwards, and then you come back. And I'm like, this thing reminds me of skating big ramps when I was a kid. That's the feeling. And I'm like, I don't know why it just dawned on me at some point. Because, you know, when I'm in there, I'm like, man, this feels so great and feels so free. And I'm like, but I feel like I'm, this feels familiar. And it struck me later. I'm like, you know, doing... doing uh, 
doing big airs on large half putts. That's what it feels like in parts of that ride. And again, pretty awesome that you can anybody can feel it by going on a coaster. You know, like I couldn't feel it on the half pipe anymore. I'd probably fall and kill myself. But when I was younger, <laughs> man, that's the feeling. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. That 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 thought that occurred to me after my fourth run on it. Yeah, that was cool. I I. I can get that. Like I get that you feel that way on that um, the the one particular uh, hill that you go up and you kind of feel that weightless feel, like you said. Uh, that's the hill I believe in particular where uh, the ride stalled my mm-hmm. second time on there. So um, and then it went backwards and then it shot without the effects going off. Uh, it was just like in the dark almost completely. Um, it was actually in the dark completely, and the show elements weren't going off. So, um, yeah, that's that's interesting because I, I believe if that happened for me, that's going to happen occasionally for other people here and there. Although the manager in charge there and everyone involved kind of acted shocked that that even happened for anybody. So, well, that happens know. at a. That happens on Velocicoaster, and people actually look forward to it. They're like, then that giant hill where you kind of crest the top. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it yeah. stops near, and then you go backwards down that super steep giant hill, and people get excited when they get to do it once in a while because it's such a it, – it, I guess it's a cool thing to just – go backwards yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i've seen videos of that where uh they didn't make it up that hill so yeah yeah, that's about all i got for uh for that and then for disney and then on thursday we went to islands of adventure and you know it's been not too long but it feels like a while since we've been there and i've been talking with my wife and my daughter about we really need to go to islands of adventure and you know, just bring a change of clothes and go on all the wet rides because, you know, nobody wants to be have their their sneakers filled with water and just be soaked from head to toe and walk around the parks like that. So, of course, I didn't prepare, but I thought to myself, I'm going to go on Dudley Do-Rights. And I brought an extra shirt, just put it, I left it in, I said, I'm just going to leave the shirt in the car, I'll be fine, whatever. Um, but I was only going to do Dudley Do-Rights. And then my wife and I were walking past uh, uh, the Jurassic Park River Adventure. And we decided, you know, we'll, we'll let's just go on this too. You don't get that wet. So we went on that, barely got wet at all. Um, we went on, then we went over to Dudley Do-Rights. And we had to get a locker to put most of our stuff in because... When people say you get wet, it's not Splash Mountain wet. It's, uh, a, you know, you could take a barrel of water and pour it over you wet. That water is, it's unbelievably wet. And uh, so we went on Dudley Do-Rights. And the other thing about that ride is, um, before you even get to that big hill that everybody likes to watch, mm-hmm. you're already completely and utterly soaked. And but the good thing is, I, I feel like they heat that water because the water felt warm. Why, is, why do you get soaked though? So they like shoot water <laughs> at you or they dump have it on stuff. You? They have small hills where it just splashes right over the whole thing. They have, um, you know, you're going up a hill at one point and the water just pours down on your head from jets. Like they do it on purpose. You are completely and utterly soaked. And, um, uh, 
you know, it's it's amazing how wet you get before you even get to the end. That giant hill, you barely get wet at that compared to the rest. Like you're already just so wet. But anyway, I haven't been on that ride in a long time, and it's pretty awesome. But again, it's not fun walking around a park. You know, my I'm walking around and you know the water's coming out of my shoes and stuff. And then at that point we were about to go back to the locker and I said, why don't we just walk over to Popeye's while the, you know, this, while our stuff is in the locker, let's take advantage. It's, you know, very close. So we got on that with no weight at all. So we did Popeye's too. And I haven't done that in so long. Again, I didn't even remember a lot of that. My wife kept thinking it's over and then it wasn't over. She's like, Oh, <laughs> it's taking us up this big hill. She's like, I thought we were done, you know? So I have to say, compared to like Cali River Rapids, it's a million times, just a million. It, it's it so much like longer, more, so yeah. much more to it, so much. There's animatronics all over it. There's scenes, there's there's water things. And then we go by like the olive oil ship and there, there's people up there shooting water guns at us and thinking that's funny. And I really got soaked on that too, just soaked through. My, you know, the water was pouring out of my shoes as I was walking away from that one too. So... Anyway, that was a lot of fun. And I did want to mention, too, because, of course, I got excited about the water rides. I did go to the Universal side first. I rode E.T. because I love E.T. And I went into the new Tribute Store, which is like the retro movie one where they have Jaws and E.T. and Back to the Future stuff. Very cool. Uh, You know, they're getting into the theme snacks more like Disney. Um you know, I'm trying to lose some weight, so I didn't eat any of those, but they sure did look cool. Yeah, that ET one that you that you found, I don't know if that was over there, but man, that that looks awesome. <laughs> that was <a> <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> but yeah, I did kind of forget about that. I didn't forget, but like I said, when I think of the day, I think of the water rides, and I have to tell you, I know it's hard to do, but if you're like the next time you go there and you're like at a, you know, if you're staying at a universal hotel or something, it will be worth your while to say, all right, you know, maybe you took a break, go back to the park in the evening and ride those three water rides and then call it a night. I literally had so much fun. It was so exciting and it felt like new rides to me because I haven't been on like Dudley do rides in so long that I feel like there's a new ride at Universal. You do rides. It's awesome. And and the Popeye one, too. I didn't even remember most of those parts. Like, there's an octopus animatronic thing, and there's all kinds of cool stuff everywhere. I'm like, wow. And, again, my Instagram followers are the ones that kind of point this out because every time I would post anything from those two rides, it'd be a hit automatically. And people would say how much they love them, so... I guess I had to be reminded of how good they were. But anyway, I recommend you go back and do those three. And then you can go back to your hotel afterwards. But your memory of those rides will be so good. Like, I think I think I was even laughing out loud, like on the Popeye one. And I don't do that very often. I'm not the one screaming on coasters and laughing and stuff. I'm usually just, yeah, just taking it all in quietly. But even I feel like uh, you know, laughing out loud for real. And so that's something. Um, I, I I don't think I've had that much fun at a theme park in a long time. So like I said, three super wet rides. And the Popeye one was fun too, because there was some, you know, some other guests on there with us and we were all laughing and 
cameras and you know playing off of each other it was just fun again i didn't say a word to them to the them besides we all just enjoyed the ride together it was awesome that's pretty cool it, it looks like you had a lot of fun uh, yeah your, your wife looks like she's soaked though so she doesn't look very happy about that but uh, she looks like she's glaring at you a little bit so <laughs> yeah she's just messing around i i she wanted to go on i didn't tell her i my assumption was she's going to hold my stuff and I'm going to go on Dudley Do-Rights. That's my, that was my only plan. And then she wanted to go on everything too. So, which I'm glad she did. Like I said, it's a great, it was great fun and great memories to have. So I really enjoyed it. And again, I really want to go back and do it again, but the summer is the time to do it. And I do recommend, unfortunately, not everyone has express pass like I do. Because yeah. I have Express after four, because Dudley do rides, I think, said like 90 minutes. So, you know, that's an awfully long time. But but Popeyes was a walk-on, and the River Adventure wasn't bad. I, it was There was a line, but probably like 20 minutes. But I was able to walk on the River Adventure, walk on uh, Popeyes, and I probably waited about 10, 15 minutes for Dudley's do rides. But it was awesome, though. Well, so so the crowds weren't really all that uh, yeah. weren't all that extreme. No, the crowds were pretty actually thick. Like oh, it were was, we didn't do a lot else there, but luckily with our express passes, there's not a lot of express pass local going on. Those just wasn't bad, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, so that did it for your week in the parks, then, John. Right? And not a lot, but man. Yeah, it sounds like it. That universal thing. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna get into my the the second part of my trip report here, and this is solely to do with the parks. But it's gonna be a little heavy on um, uh, the the caveat that uh, we were using the uh, disability pass at Disney, the DAS pass, as it's called, because of my my uh, little girl uh, actually both of them have some cognitive uh, issues uh, severe adhd for one and uh, um, actually john the the little girl that really got along with you really well that's uh, that's my youngest she actually uh, has a sensory issue so you don't always, you're, it's not easy to tell necessarily, but she has like wild emotional swings and things like that. So it makes it really, really difficult to um, to have these kids in long lines and things like that. Like they just start to get really, um, uh, uh, you know, a problem to handle. So, uh, and and these are, these are clinically diagnosed. We have papers and everything. We never have to, um, with the DAS pass, present any of those papers or present proof. It's just the honor system. And again, just a real quick uh, overview of DAS. You, if you pre-register for each one of your park days, you get two advanced, basically fast passes or lightning lanes. And then you can schedule an additional one as soon as you enter the park. And basically what those ones that you enter the park for, they're uh, based on the current wait time. So it gives you a return time. So basically, you're if I were to wait in line at the standby wait um, from the time I enter the park, it's the same amount of time from that point where you enter the line until you get on the ride. The difference being... Uh, 
I'm able to uh, go do other things in the park, like, you know, get something to eat or just sightsee or, you know, keep the kids active so that they're not standing in that line um, just waiting. So that's basically in a nutshell how it works. Universal's uh, Disability Pass works pretty much the same exact way. And um, the difference uh, with Disney is that everything is on the uh, the Disney app, the um magic magical experience uh uh app so basically john it's it's kind of like a like a fast pass system um very similar to that except it's using return times rather than just in and um uh the old fast pass system and it works pretty efficiently uh and it works so efficiently that um when we arrived in the orlando area it was Wednesday. Uh, this is the Wednesday before the Memorial Day weekend. And we went to Magic Kingdom. And because we were staying at a DVC resort that gave us deluxe privileges that Wednesday, which meant we had extra hours in the theme park at Magic Kingdom that day. Uh, basically, when the park closes, you have two extra hours if you stay in a deluxe Um I, I don't want anyone to get any uh, misnomers about whether I'm, you know, the uh, the can afford the Grand Floridian or something. I can't. It it's just that if you really search for a a uh, DVC rental like a pre-planned rental, uh, you can find some very good deals uh, in the like third-party sites. So these were. Um, all, all of our stays were uh, pre-booked stays from DVC members that couldn't come to the park or couldn't come but on vacation. They were short stays, though, too. They were right? short so stays. They were very short that's stays. That's what makes it even cheaper because if, yes. if you said, I need a whole week, well, you're going to get premium price. Yes. If, if, if they literally have like one day left. They're gonna they'll they'll sell it for whatever they can, you know, just a small amount of points. That's exactly so. it. So they might have also pre-booked those just to use up their points because they weren't able to use up the last of their points. They were at the end of their uh, point cycle, and that's probably what happened here. Uh, these deluxe resorts were extremely cheap. In fact, they were so cheap we um, they were cheaper than staying at Pop Century. So maybe a little bit more than say uh, All Star, but uh, definitely less than uh, Art of Animation. In fact, our most expensive stay, and we even stayed at the Beach Club for a night. Our most expensive stay was an Art of Animation uh, Little Mermaid room. So that tells you how cheap you can get these deluxe resorts if you search a third party. And the advantage, of course, is on Wednesday nights, you get those deluxe uh, advantages in Magic Kingdom and you get deluxe advantages at Epcot on Monday night. So that gives you two extra hours. And for Epcot, just a little tip, those two hours do include guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind more on that later uh anyways our first night wednesday night we got into the park we have the das pass we have the two extra hours um we started out with uh one of our two uh advanced reservations as big thunder mountain so we went to big thunder that was our first ride after that since we were in the area we scheduled on das pre right when we got in the park haunted mansion so we went to haunted mansion uh we after haunted mansion we had a pre-book 
for Peter Pan, and that was our second uh, pre-book on the the uh, DAS Pass and um, for for Peter Pan. Um, and again, these lines were long. Uh, it it was pretty busy, so I think the average wait time for all three of those rides was probably close to an hour. So with DAS Pass, we were able to pre-schedule and pre-book, and that helped keep the uh our kids out of the lines uh after that we went to winnie the pooh and when we went to winnie the pooh we we booked that after uh, haunted mansion um on the app uh when we went on winnie the pooh the uh fireworks show at magic kingdom started and we i don't know we're not really into that particular show too much but you can hear the music from the winnie the pooh queue you can hear the uh fireworks going off you can see them kind of light up the ground and everything around where winnie the pooh so kids really uh really love that quite a bit uh after winnie the pooh we went on people mover uh my my little girls they really wanted to uh do the people mover and uh from there we had a pre-book for jungle cruise and i wanted to get on jungle cruise before the park closed uh so we went and uh, did that lightning lane um uh das pass for jungle cruise got on that um great ride as always i have a tendency to ride that particular one at night now just because i i enjoy it uh so it was fun as always the skipper was great a couple new jokes mixed in there so i don't know if he was kind of winging it or whether it was part of a new script or what but uh he was good he was good good skipper uh from there we were getting hungry and everyone was tired and worn out because keep in mind uh on that day we got up at like six in the morning we were in north carolina we drove because that was like the halfway point um from our home we drove eight hours uh straight through and got our hotel check-in and did all that stuff uh everyone was really worn out um it was hot and you know kids can only go for so long and it was at right at park closing uh we decided to hurry up and get into cosmic rays and you know, get a burger and get something to eat. And just everyone was just like, ah, we can't do this anymore, you know? And I I was ready to go, go, go. Even though I drove, I, I just wanted to go and try and take advantage for extra two hours. Um, but I could just tell there was no way these guys between my wife and my kids, they weren't going to be able to survive those two hours. So we just went back to the hotel and that was it we didn't take advantage of the two hours we ate like i said a cosmic rays a you know cosmic ray burger standard stuff you know the stuff you always get there nothing special we didn't get any anything special on that uh on, on that trip so all right so that was it for wednesday on thursday we went to hollywood studios now we started out when we walked in the park it was crowded of course uh, high crowds uh went towards star tours and star tour that ride was basically a walk-on uh and by walk-on i'd say about 20 minutes and i'd say john when you say star tours like if you see 20 minutes 15 minutes that's going to be a walk-on 
Yeah, that usually means you might be watching the, uh, you know, you'll be standing in line watching the little pre-boarding video and stuff, but you won't really be stopped in the line too much. Yeah, and I really wasn't. I was just stopped enough to get some good videos, some good pictures of, of that ride, you know, the queue. I love that queue. And love seeing 3PO and R2 and even the uh, video of the spaceport and stuff. So, uh I did that and and we got on star tours uh the when we um the the particular ride video that we got don't really recall but i remember it was an a different one and it was like some of the sequel stuff i think it was that uh andor moon or andor planet video where um it's in the sequel series in the last star wars movie where the death star crashed into you know after it was blown up so whatever that i don't know if that's actually called endor or whatever but that was in there there were a couple other ones in there but they were completely different i hadn't seen these particular scenes before so they keep adding scenes I love it. I love that they're keeping up with that ride. Uh, I know you love it too. I, um, I, I mean, the fact that even in the face of Galaxy's Edge, we we can count on that thing being there uh, going forward. So, yeah, it's still my favorite Star Wars ride. Um, I know uh, Rise of the Resistance is great, but I can't really ride it, so I don't really. It doesn't. Uh, come up <laughs> right i understand and after after star tours is over they always play classic star wars music too i'm like ah oh, you walk out of there and it just it gives you a good feel you know right absolutely i oh, love it uh after star tours we went uh and saw the muppet attraction which always great love the muppets uh, I hope that thing stays there forever. One of the last things that Jim Henson was even involved with uh, in the Muppets, you'll hear John and I talk about that uh, attraction plenty. Uh, just the kids love it, uh, you know, and and they they're they love Muppet Babies more than they love Muppets, but uh, they still love that attraction. It's always fun. Uh, we had a pre-book on the Dash Pass for Slinky Dog, so we went and did the Slinky Dog Dash. Again, great attraction. Love it. I just love that land. And I did not love that land at first, John, because there's no sun cover. And that is still mostly true. But they did a great job with doing the backyard, Andy's backyard thing. And the colors in that land, man, it just, it just excites you when you walk in there. Well, that's part of the good thing about having the DAS pass thing. You didn't have to stand in the sun. Yes, too exactly. Long, so, so helpful. You got that right. You got that right. Uh, when we got into the park originally, uh, we pre-booked uh, Rise of Resistance. At that point, it was like an hour and a half, two hours out. So after we got off Slinky Dog, we had our uh boarding for rise of resistance so we went and did that again like straight on the only thing about that is uh and and if you've done the lightning lane or any kind of um fast pass for rise of resistance you don't go through that queue where you see all the weapons and armory and the you know all that stuff but that's okay you get right on that thing and you don't miss any of the other show elements you just don't get distracted by all those things. Um, 
Rise of everything was working, John, on Rise of Resistance, surprisingly. Uh probably one of the first times I've been on this thing and and have had that. Uh yeah. usually there's some element or another that isn't functioning properly. Uh everything was going smoothly that day. Yeah, I agree. I've ridden it many times and yeah the, when you ride it and everything works and everything's on cue it's like wow perfect you know yeah it just doesn't happen a lot but when it does though it's something yeah yeah um after that we had a pre-booking for toy story mania we went and rode that um we had booked um uh, mickey and minnie's runaway railway uh that ride had been down a lot of the morning that day, and that seems to be common or more common now for Mickey Minnie, um, for Mickey's Runaway Railway. Um, but before we did that, we went and got on the Flying Saucers ride, uh, the, the Alien Flying Saucers. Now, interestingly enough, I hear that that ride has been taken down for refurbishment. Uh, I don't know how long that is going to last, but I will say that only one side of that ride was functioning when we got on at this point. So I think the refurbishment is probably to fix the other side. Also the what? side that we were on that worked, one of the cars, like one of those ones that, that fling you around, it was missing. So they had that taken off for me. And so there's a lot of heavy maintenance issues with that ride right now. By the I remember when it was brand new, I think the floor was already peeling off. Like it was literally like, a week old and the floor was starting to peel apart and it wasn't holding up well immediately. You know, a little odd, but. Yeah, that is strange. Wow. That's so I, let me correct something here. We did not pre book uh, Mickey Minnie's runaway railway yet. We did pre or we did book uh, on the Das Pass flying saucers because it was such a long wait. And honestly, I'm not going to wait. 15 minutes let alone an hour to get on that ride that's just an off the shelf i don't know uh carnival ride more or less yeah i always just walk past that one i don't even consider i understand that yeah i i mean i would typically but the kids love it so we we did that and um after that then we pre-book or we did the uh das booking for mickey minnie's runaway railway but um what we did do in between that, right after the flying sauce, we went over to Backlot Express and we ordered uh, a burger and fries. My wife and I, we shared a burger and fries um, and then got the kids like a kids meals. Um, but we did do uh, the two desserts and the those were um, the, the two desserts currently available. It's the Wookiee Cookie and the Glimmer and Shimmer Blondie is what it's called. Uh, I don't I don't really know how to describe them necessarily. Like I'm not as good as you are, John, at kind of picking out everything in and what, what's in them. But uh, they were very typical of your Disney dessert type cupcake type things these aren't cupcakes but well the blondie kind of is but um very 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 sweet very rich uh you know i'd say the wookie cookie was probably better than the blondie the blondie had so much sugar in it gosh i just you know you can't i can't eat all that i can't take all that we we split it up four ways between all of us and so that's how we were able to get a taste of all of them but if i had to pick one out i'd say the wookie cookie was my favorite uh you know it's just a uh just kind of like uh 
two cookies with some, you know, icing in between them more or less. So, but, um, yeah, those were, those were okay. I probably, I don't know that I'd get either one of them again. Uh, maybe the Wookiee cookie, but probably not. I just wouldn't pay for it. I just don't eat that kind of stuff usually. Uh, but that was pretty much it for Hollywood Studios. Again, we did get on uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway before we left. Um, you know, cute ride as always. It was the, the little girl's first time on that ride. They really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, a, yeah, it's a fun ride for little kids. Yeah, yes. It was good for them. Uh, we went then that evening or afternoon rather to uh, over to the wilderness campground and we had a reservation for trails end which is way in the back by uh well by the lake back there and there's a few other things back there the uh the old uh mickey's barbecue used to be back there the uh what else is back there john the um River horseshoe Country. horseshoe review hmm. yeah the or not horseshoe. What? What's uh, the hoopty do? Uh, hoopty do. I'm sorry. The hoopty do review is back there. That will be reopening soon. Um, as is closed currently still. Um, and yeah, River Country is back there, which has completely been removed. But so you have to really navigate the bus system to get back there. That that is in the campground. We got into Trails End um, a little early. Uh, oh, and I forgot also the Tricircle D Ranch where they keep the horses is back there as well. And if you get there before, you know, the they close, you can go back in there and do a tour. We, we didn't get back there in time. They closed at three that day, which is a little early. Uh, but you can see the horses. They, they keep all the horses on property back there. Yeah, and that's newer, too. They used to have an older ranch there, and they redid it. And it's like a newer, <clears throat> more modern barn and ranch back there yeah it looks really nice and they actually from what i understand have the original carriage that walt disney rode at disneyland when disneyland opened so that's interesting there's some museum pieces back there and uh you know i i I don't know if you get a chance and you're back in that area it's it's probably a cool look um trails end uh it's family style so they bring out whatever you want. You know, they, they bring you out a salad. Salad was okay. You know, typical salad that you'd get in a wilderness area, like at the Wilderness Lodge or something like that. Um, the the uh, theming of the meal was more or less like a barbecue type thing. Um, there was some pulled pork on there. There was some brisket, uh, you know, things like that. Um, chicken. There was some baked chicken, it looked like. I think it was baked. Uh, it was okay. You know, that's how I would review it, John. Would I go back to Trails End? Probably not. Um, you know, again, there was like, uh, I think there was green beans on the plate. There was some potatoes. The potatoes were really good. Uh, cornbread. It, it came out. The cornbread came out cold, so I don't know if it's something different they do there or they just messed up. I'm not sure, but um, I didn't really dig the cold cornbread. Um, but in any case, uh, the food, again, eh, okay. Uh, we got done there, and um, the next day was Animal Kingdom. On yeah, That was on a Friday. We had a pre-book for the safari and a pre-book for the Navi or the um, Cali River 
journey, uh, River Rapids rather. So we got in in time to start the safari. We did that. That was good as always. You know, I, I mean, I'm not going to really dig into that too deep. We went over, we did a DAS pass for the Navi River, got on that, went and did the Cali River. John, is it just me, or do you think the Cali River has less features than it used to have? I, it seems like every time I get on there, that thing is like less and less and less. Well, I don't think it has less. I just think that it never had much, and you know, you, your brain just can't wrap around how short it is. So it's like when you don't ride it for a year or so, you go ride it again. You're like, wait a minute, is that even shorter than it was? I don't remember, but I had people say that you know that that was a big part of the budget cuts that they just basically you get on go up a thing go around a turn down one little hill and it's like and you're done yeah i mean i just thought that there were more story elements at one point like it was supposed to be about um ecology and logging in india or something to that effect and you don't really get that as much i mean you get it a little bit but if you're really not paying attention it's it's just probably not in your mind but i don't know in any case you're right i i it's very short and um always fun it's fun I, i'm not gonna say it isn't but uh we got done with that we did a booking for dinosaur and man it was hot that day john really hot it got up into i believe uh almost close to 100 that day it just took it out of me i don't know what was going on i was really tired at that point and just worn out and animal kingdom i think has a tendency to do that you know in between these rides too we had stopped and like the uh, in the african area they had the uh, music on and the dancing and all that stuff that that troupe that kind of does the tribal stuff back there and um they they do a great job i really appreciate the fact that they brought those folks back um uh we got on our uh dinosaur thing at that point like i said i was like a and it was like tough to just so hot it really took it out of me that day we got on that got out of that and we decided to go to restaurant what do you how do you say that restaurant saurus or however you say that john i'm not sure but uh that's right near dinosaur um i actually went in there because i think you had recommended it one time as an okay place to just get a burger or something it's just got to a like lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, it does. We, it does. You're right. We we used to go when it was a buffet, though. It was Donald Duck's Restaurantosaurus, and it was like it, we would have breakfast with Donald every trip, and it was great. And then we'd go right over to Dinosaur after. That was like a tradition until they changed it into you know quick service well that's basically what it is quick service just standard burgers and stuff there was nothing special about it but uh my wife and i split one and um split split a burger and fries and uh it, it did feel get, good to get some food and some drink in my belly so after that um scheduled uh expedition everest uh ride we walked there it really you know, we, I probably could have walked on single rider and had no problem, but did Expedition Everest and that was it. Uh, we were done with Animal Kingdom. We didn't do anything else. We just went back to the hotel and we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge that particular day and night. So that had a lot to do with it. There was a lot of things to do back there and that's why we went back. Um, just uh, We just wanted to experience 
that hotel and everything it brought. So, and we were going to eat at Sanaa that night. So, all right. The next day, John, this is where you come in. Um, Magic Kingdom Saturday. And we started out, we had a pre-book for Buzz Lightyear. So we got into the park, went and did Buzz Lightyear. And then we hopped back out and uh, went to uh, the monorail and got on Ohana or went to Ohana for a breakfast where we met John. And I will say I I kept texting you because we were a little bit behind schedule because the monorail was taking its good old time to even get moving. And you told me, you said, gee, that's nothing new. I sent you that text. (laughs) You're like, boy, that's nothing new. And um, I think it was a shift change or something going on. I'm not sure, but. uh, That has happened to me so many times, though. I can't tell you how many times I get on the monorail and they're like, "Ah, we're going to do some uh, maintenance. Just sit there and wait. And I'm like, oh, I could have walked or why? Like. Did, you don't you schedule maintenance randomly while people are on the monorail? It's like, yeah. how about you schedule that? Don't let me get on here. But anyway, they drive me nuts with their, uh, yeah, we're just going to do some stuff. You can sit there and wait as long as it takes. It's like, oh. uh, well, I mean, we finally got over there to the Polynesian and made our way back to Ohana. We met you and then we added you to our breakfast and um, but not really right that's a good thing to mention like you didn't officially change the reservation no we didn't change the reservation we just walked up to the the person you know that um to tell them that we were there and uh just the reception area i guess you'd call it or whatever you want to call it and uh we we just told them hey we have an extra uh person can we is that okay and they're like yeah may take you a little longer to get in yeah and i wanted to mention that because that's important for people if they ever want to add anybody i can't imagine disney would ever turn you away worst case scenario you may have to wait if you if you need a bigger table so yeah that seems and to be how it works that's why i mentioned it actually john because i i want to i think it's important that if you do have someone to add at the last minute you just do that but you you may have to wait eh, 15 minutes or something longer i think that's all we had to wait 15 minutes maybe longer if we didn't have to wait anyhow for that who knows you know i don't know i mean they're not going to tell you how long you have to wait but i didn't really care we that didn't mean anything to us but some people are kind of on a time budget time crunch maybe that'll mean something to them i don't know but uh i i didn't think it it didn't inconvenience us at all and it it you know they didn't seem to mind it uh you know an extra uh extra person sitting at the table means more money for them right so yeah but uh, so we sat down at Ohana and I thought we had a pretty good view, John. I thought oh, that was yeah. pretty good. Uh, they they sat us towards the, uh, I guess, the back. Would it be the back of the restaurant? Maybe the back of the restaurant. We could kind of see a view of the castle in the distance and the uh, the pool and the uh, water feature there. So but um I don't know. What what do you think of the breakfast there, John? And what, what's yeah, your I, take on that? I thought it was good. I mean, I was glad to see that it wasn't uh, when the characters were there. I think it was like 50 some dollars a plate and I'm there by myself. So I wasn't too worried about it for me. But I was like, man, with the 
three adults and two kids. This could be hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, but since it was uh, no characters, what was it, like 25 for an adult? Which is much more reasonable. So I, I definitely, to me, that's even more worth it because it would have been cute if Stitch was there. But for me personally, it means almost nothing. Like, I don't really care that much. I, you know, it, I'd smile and take a picture of him, I'm sure. But Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it is family style too. It's not a uh, buffet. I think they're, it looks like they have a buffet set up in there. Uh, maybe it was, maybe something was buffet at one point, or maybe it's going to be in the future. I'm not I really sure. I think they use them a lot, honestly, but. Like I, I, I feel like it, it's been family style for a long time, but I could be wrong. Though. I'm not an Ohana yeah. expert, but well, so the the food was standard Disney, you know, breakfast. So there was really nothing special other than maybe they added some ham and they they had like a what was that pineapple bread that they brought out uh, before? It was some kind of it had uh, it, like it was like some kind of sweet bread with uh, with pineapple mixed in with it in some way i'm not really sure what that was it had some kind of icing on it or something yeah i didn't eat too much of that but the kids like it though but kids always fill up on bread and then yeah yeah but i i feel like it was mostly a standard disney breakfast except instead of bacon they had ham yeah because hawaiian i thought the ham was great i i did too the ham was great the potatoes were great the eggs were great but again i didn't feel like it was really it wasn't a lot different than the other disney breakfasts but it was a little bit hawaiian up i guess yes um the potatoes were shaped like moana now and oh wait no they (laughs) But that's coming soon. A big announcement's coming. <laughs> well, they did bring out um, waffles that were shaped like Mickey and Stitch. So, I mean, that's actually accurate. <laughs> that was. So, I'm sure it'll be Moana eventually or, or Maui or one of those um, in the future. But the kids loved the waffles they loved the uh, stitch shaped waffles they were wearing their stitch shirts and of course everyone commented on that there the servers commented on that but um any time you get to spend in the polynesian i think is a good time i really uh man love that resort uh love the feeling of it uh, and and ohana was not a disappointment um and for that price like you said it's uh, it's well worth the breakfast uh just for the surroundings and uh, you know the the view view was some so cool so okay so from there we left the polynesian and hopped on the monorail and went back to the magic kingdom and we decided to try and add you so that we could keep together um add you to our das pass and we were very successful in like our our next scheduled ride our pre-book or not our pre-book, we had scheduled early in the morning for the Seven Dwarves uh, Mine Train. And I I had mentioned, let's go try and get you in there with us, you know. And, and, and so and honest, I was going to say, my thought was I was going to travel over to the Magic Kingdom with you. And then as you started to use your DAS Pass, I was going to just go ride the TTA and probably go home after that because everything else was a big line. So, yeah, honestly, I, I just wanted to mention, we didn't really, uh, it wasn't pre-planned that, hey, I could get on your DAS Pass. I assumed 
that wasn't going to work. I just uh, wanted to put that out there. That there was no pre-planning in that. No, even no, know. there really wasn't. Uh, we had actually uh, walked up to the Seven Dwarfs uh, ride queue to actually get in. And, and for the DAS, you just uh, go into the Lightning Lane uh, Fast Pass, the old Fast Pass uh, lane. And I had mentioned to them about you joining us and how we wanted to keep you, you know, with us. And they said okay so we'll let you get in this time and i just basically is just kind of negotiating with them a little bit to get you to come in with us and um they didn't give us really any trouble um and and the lady said there okay but um go to the customer service uh uh what is it the the canopy thing where the customer service places over they have those umbrellas around and if you if you want to get him added that'll that'll you know take make make everything smoother and so we got you on seven doors with us and you don't typically ride that no that's pretty much impossible for me to ride i tend to go to the magic kingdom either in the middle of the day or the evening and i don't think i rarely see it below 90 minute wait so it's just not a thing that i ever rides and that's kind of the theme of the day for most of the rides we did but yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, so we did the seven doors. We went over to the uh, umbrella, the customer service umbrella. We found one uh, actually, I think, between the circus area and the Little Mermaid uh, attraction, the Little Mermaid ride, and uh, got you added on to our das pass for the day because uh, we we didn't want to get separated you know we wanted you to come along with us and just enjoy the day and kind of try out this thing and see what it was like for us you know so um we we got you in there and i think from there we went to barnstormer right we went down to barnstormer we had uh we didn't have to schedule uh that ride i think we did schedule Dumbo or something to that effect, or we had scheduled something on DAS after that, but I'm pretty sure it was Dumbo. Uh, but we got on Barnstormer, and, uh, you know, that was a walk-on, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think Dumbo was pretty much a walk-on. I don't know uh, Did if we, we walk even, on? So I don't know didn't... if we even had to use, because I, I remember walking through the line and... You know, I don't oh, think we even yeah. had to wait we for didn't. that one, We We had scheduled Splash Mountain. That's what we scheduled. Yeah. Uh, we scheduled Splash Mountain. Uh, Peter Pan, too, was in there. Well, Peter Pan was a pre-book. We already had that scheduled in. We For that day, we had Buzz Lightyear and Peter Pan. So I believe uh, we went to, uh, well, we did Barnstormer, then we did Dumbo. And you hadn't ridden Dumbo in a while either, had you? <laughs> no, it's well, probably. I think the day that the parks reopened in July of 2020, I think I did a lot of those kind of rides just because you could walk on anything. Right. So you got to see the how the people with kids experience the parks that day. Uh, from there again, uh, Splash Mountain. We walked over there. We did the uh, the Lightning Lane for that. Um, and uh you got in the front i got in the back we we just uh enjoyed that ride again um nobody threatening to burn down the ride or you know everyone seemed to enjoy it so uh there were no protesters outside the ride queue and uh seemed to be 
Yeah, everybody's. I, I've ridden it countless times, and yeah, it's. I've never seen anybody angry or upset on it, near it, anything. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think after we got off of that, we had scheduled uh, one for Pirates of the Caribbean. We did the, we did that. So we did a DAS for that. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. And. and- I just wanted to mention one of the reasons I remember that is I remember walking past the giant crowd of people that were queued up in the outside area going in and thinking, wow, this is so great. Because the very next or no, two days later, I was there with my wife and daughter and uh, we were waiting in that giant queue. And I I was looking (laughs) out the other way going, oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, boy, I I was on that side of things. <laughs> yeah, and that that's why I remember that part so well because I looked at it from both directions and you know a couple of days apart. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we we did the pirates, um, fun as always, and that's why I wanted to mention it just because of the das. And uh, from there we did a pre-book for Peter Pan, so we got you on there with us. Um. Again, I think that's a ride you don't do very often. Oh, yeah, almost never. It's just way too uh, way too much waiting for a little bit of ride. Yeah, and I think at that point you had uh, left for the day. I think you, I had... think you forgot Small World, though. We oh, put we that did. in somewhere, Yes, too. we did. We did Small World, I think, after Peter Pan. And, and then I think that was it for your day there. Uh, after that, we did Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, and then we did Journey of Little Mermaid. And I got to tell you, Journey of Little Mermaid... Um, it kept stopping. There were a lot of issues with that ride that day. Uh, tons of operational maintenance issues. Um, even on the ride, uh, we were stopped at times for five minutes on one scene or longer. It, it was just, there was something going on that day. Um, after that, we did the Prince Charming Royal Regal Carousel, whatever it's called now. And that was it. That was it for Magic Kingdom. We went back to the hotel, got something to eat, and that was it. Um, what is your thought on the DAS Pass, John? Well, for the small amount of time that I was with you, I thought it was unbe- it worked unbelievably well. And I know there is space, and you still have to wait the same amount of time, just not staying in the line and all that. But when utilized properly, it just worked great. Because there, luckily there were enough rides there, like Barnstormer, to fill in those gaps. <clears throat> gaps too so i mean it made it feel like we were going on a lot of really good rides you know so and again for me i haven't ridden that many rides in one day in a long time and i didn't even ride them all with you you know i only rode some of them i i forget i think i counted it before and i was like i rode like seven rides or something in contrast the next time i went back i rode pirates and tomorrowland transit authority that was called it a day. That's all I could do. So. I, I think that's it. I think that uh, uh, that's probably the way FastPass should have eventually became. Uh, I mean, maybe you limit. You, I'm not saying that they, they couldn't do paid FastPass, but if they did paid FastPass rather than this genie thing um, and how inefficient it is and how it works, they, they should have done something like but this. You know, Honestly, if they're going to do a paid one, they should make it like universals and the difference is universals is very expensive too 
But yes. again, it makes it so it's not 90% of the crowd is not going into that line. Exactly. It's a true express, meaning it actually is going to work. But you don't just get it because you get it every single time. You get it if you if if the crowds require it and if you can afford it, you know? Like that's you don't just do it because every because you have to. And that's what Disney it's too I hate to say it, but it's too cheap for what you get. They'd rather have fifteen dollars from everybody instead of like eighty dollars from some people, you know. But I just, I definitely prefer Universal's better. Uh, I know, like I said, it's expensive. I almost never actually would use it when I had to pay, but the people that do are happy with it at least, and so Universal makes some money. The people that buy it are happy. Everybody else is pretty happy that lines at least move. Like, you could still ride Velocicoaster. I think even if it says it's an hour wait, it's never going to stop moving. And it doesn't feel that bad, you know? So it's it's just, I don't know. I prefer their line system, that's for sure. Well, and, and that's why I wanted to kind of go over that magic kingdom stay in detail and some of these uh park things in a little more detail uh, the next two days we went to epcot and i'm not really going to go crazy as far as detail because we got to that point where you spent those two days with us and i really wanted your point of view on that as opposed to say universal's express pass or the old fast pass system and i think in my opinion the way das pass works it it probably should be what you pay for as far as pass, fast pass like scrap genie plus make it more expensive like universal um you're still going to make the same amount of money and you're not going to accumulate the kind of crowds that you do uh it, it just will work way better and and the price itself is what the barrier is going to be for a lot of people and you know it's just going to be a better system not everyone needs to do that fast pass thing. You, you know, it's it's like any other theme park. A lot of other theme parks have expensive fast pass type systems, and not everyone buys it. And you know, it's just a normal park experience. And I think that's what Disney would be. We look at how Disney was during the uh, pandemic years. Uh, the the last couple of years, it it wasn't this difficult to get on these rides until genie plus came into the equation. So I, I just think they've um, destroyed the park experience through this thing and they know it. They they're trying desperately. They actually launched a revision to genie plus while I was down there from what I understand. And it still hasn't worked right. It's only limited as to how many people can actually get it. And now you can't even pre-book genie plus no matter what, you just have to buy it the day of. So, uh, with that said, I think you're right, John, um, more expensive, um, make the barrier to entry for that higher limit it if you limit the thing then you can still accommodate your das pass people that have disabilities and you also have a a lighter um lightning lane so i i think that's how you have to do it yeah and universal too they uh they have charges uh, that that vary depending on uh, crowds. If it's not that crowded, but you still want it, it's much cheaper. If it's a really crowded, like a holiday or something, it's a premium for for it. And so, again, it's. Uh, I just feel like that works better, and it's less. 
taken advantage of, I guess. Because like I said, yeah. when you're waiting and you're seeing hundreds of people go past you and you don't move for 20 minutes at a time, it's just disheartening. It makes you just want to go home at that point. Mm-hmm. And at Universal, there is an express lane, but it's rare that you're going to be there you more than a couple of minutes while the handful of express people go in front of you. And that's not a lot. It's not going to be, it's not going to, it's not going to make the rest of your day any worse, you know? Right. And the other thing I'll mention is universal for their premium hotels. They give, um, that's part of your package when you buy, um, a stay at, at the premium resorts. I don't see why a stay as much as you pay for the grand Floridian or the Polynesian, (laughs) why that shouldn't be part of your, um, your package as well. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying I, it's those, those are not places that I'm going to be able to afford to stay anytime soon, but I don't have a problem if somebody's staying there that they get that as part of their package. And if it isn't, then it should be added as a package add on, you know? Um, and maybe for those people, uh, it comes at a lighter premium, but, uh, anyhow, I think that's probably, if I'm going to guess, that might be where we're going to end up going. I think they would make more money off of it that way. But, you know, I don't know. Who am I? Just a regular guy, too, just like you, John. Uh, Epcot, the next day on Sunday, I will say we entered the park uh, on our way in. We we took the Skyliner. We were staying at Art Animation that day, uh, that night. And um, uh, Daisy was there. off of the Skyliner entrance. And so we got pictures with Daisy and um, uh, walked up to Ratatouille. We uh, had that booked, um, you know, fun ride. Kids loved it. That that's, that's all that matters. Um, not, not like what I would consider an iconic ride, of course, but you and I had, uh, you, you called me around that time. And we started to talk about how to best book, guardians of the galaxy cause a rewind i did not get it booked at 7 a.m they were all gone by the time i i was you know well i tried is what i'm saying and it was they were gone the uh, the virtual cues so at, at one o'clock i i said this last week uh, in the last episode but um i struggled a little bit to try and find the right connection um i was on data Eventually, uh, I figured that out after you had told me uh, to try that. And um, we got on as I got on data and it popped up at one uh, the one o'clock virtual queue. I was able to get us on that together. So we were able to do that Um, again. We talked about that last week, so I won't get too much into that. But we uh, you were on our DAS pass again and. You didn't get in the park in time for Ratatouille. I don't think you really cried too much about that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we, that actually tells you a lot because you you offered you you said we could wait. And yeah. Get, and try to get you in Ratatouille too, and my thought was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it really means that little to me. So again, yeah. it's not a bad ride, but I don't know why I have no attachment to it at all. You know, just weird. Yeah, so we um, we went ahead and did that. We met you right off the ride. Um, I believe at that point we had Soren booked. So we went to the Land Pavilion, and interestingly enough, this is why I wanted to mention it. I'm really not going to get too much into much of anything else um, other than the fact that 
you don't ever go on that frozen ride and you were able to do that on this DAS pass. So, um, that was probably interesting for you. You're just not used to that at all. Right. But yeah, that's another one. It's just kind of been written off as a ride that I've used to go on occasionally. Yeah. So uh, I noticed something on that ride this time around. It was really rough. Did you notice that it, it was rough than what I'm used to what, what I remember? Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about it. I was too busy thinking about uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I the last animatronics that you see on there, if you look, they're they're the projection on their faces has such a contrast to the rest of them starting right around the chin and neck that it looks like they're wearing a face that's not there. So, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying too. Cause after you said that to me the next day, the next day we'll get to that. I rode that ride twice and, uh, I noticed because it's cause these little girls, you know, they love that ride. But, um, I noticed that I started to know after you mentioned that. So, uh, we, the reason why I thought it was rough is when you get up to Elsa's ice castle, which they tell you you're going the, the whole ride. That's all they talk about. It seems, um, you get up there and when you, your boat stops, it just seemed a little rough. I don't know. Maybe it was just me, um, and my old body, but, uh, it, it just, can't kind of bounce you around a little bit. Anyways, I want to mention we went into the land pavilion and we were all kind of thirsty and you had mentioned, we'll go over there and get water in Florida. Uh, they give that you have to give ice water for free. And yeah, I, if, if you have a fountain set up for soda, it's, it's against the law for the, for turn to turn anyone down for water. And I, you know, it gets hot in Florida. And I guess, uh, imagine if you didn't have any money with you and they're like, no, no water. You got to pay. It's like, imagine what, you know, I guess most of the time that's not something you have to worry about. But in Florida, you can get dehydrated to dangerous levels. So I, after living here a while, I, I can see why it's a law. If, 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 if they serve fountain drinks, you got to give water if someone asks for it. So I wanted to mention that because, uh, you can get ice and you can get water if you have, uh, you know, a mug or something like that. And they used to have specific water things set up for you, uh, at everywhere in, uh, in Disney world, but they don't seem to have that anymore. Now it's just replaced with fountain drinks or you just ask. And in there they had the fountain drinks with the water and the ice and you just, you know, we walked up, got little cups, and and uh, did that. You know, and uh, that was great. It's a great tip, John. I'm glad you had mentioned that. I never really knew that before, or really thought about it. But uh, so, all right. The um, we rode around again. We did things on DAS. I think you had left, and the only thing we really got on after that was the imagination uh, with Figment ride. Um, kids loved that, and they wanted to see that. Um, the the next day, uh, Monday, it was Memorial Day, and so we figured the crowds would be heavy. Um, they they weren't as bad as I thought they would be, uh, but I will mention we stayed at Beach Club, and I didn't mention this in the last podcast, but we as we were walking out to Beach Club to walk, walk towards Epcot, um, 
Donald and Goofy were out there in their 50th anniversary outfits um, out in front of the beach club. And they were stopping to take pictures. And, and the cast members said, well, we do this every once in a while uh, around this area as a surprise. We don't do it. We don't schedule it. It's not something that happens all the time. But it just is something special we decide to do. Um, we, we do it at random times. And so the kids got their pictures with uh, uh, Goofy and Donald in the uh, in their anniversary outfits that was pretty cool uh you know it was neat having the boardwalk as a backdrop in those pictures you know having the lake there it was it was awesome so from there we we went to epcot um this was uh the night we were gonna have two extra hours after the park closed we did end up taking advantage of that i do want to say we you know just a rundown of the things we did with das we had some pre-bookings in there so you know it's epcot we didn't have a lot um that we hadn't already rode uh just soaring uh living with the land um uh, we we ended up going into the butterfly uh, thing for the garden festival. Uh, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, just kind of took a look around at some of the flowers and stuff like that. We did frozen again, and then at night we did. Uh, when we came back for later on, we we left and went back to the resort to go swimming and do stuff like that. Uh, when we came back later on. Um, we came back it was it was about just a little after six o'clock and because i had that evening thing i was able to schedule the uh, uh guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind so we ended up coming back it's probably about seven o'clock and we did ratatouille um we uh after ratatouille we went over to uh, uh the the barbecue place at the american pavilion and ate there never disappointed with that we we always enjoy that um that again always a good meal there uh good barbecue one of my favorite places in epcot to eat now um john you know from the previous day i forgot to mention that we went the whole purpose of you being there originally was because we went to the mexican pavilion to oh, eat yeah i can't and believe i you. totally <laughs> forgot about that now we were gonna we wanted to eat there because the dessert was that uh pyramid thing but it was kind of unclear as to whether it was on the menu or not it was like a pyramid dessert thing um so we didn't end up eating that because we ended up being full anyhow with everything but uh what's your and take was, on that and it was 35 dollars, which is it was 35 that's a little expensive for a little pyramid of chocolate mousse i mean yeah i i mean i would pay for it but i don't really know that i would even like it that much i think it's more of a you know just a gimmick but again it's fine uh, i'm i don't i don't think i would pay for it but Anyway, the food, I am not a big connoisseur of Mexican cuisine, meaning I don't, I don't eat it that often. And so, you know, I picked something that sounded like something I might like, and I think I got chicken enchiladas. And I still don't even know exactly what that is, but I can tell you that I ate all of it. And so that that should tell you that I thought it was good. I can say, though, that I didn't love it. I'm not, like, like talking about it now. I'm not like, oh, I wish we could go back right now. Like, the Ohana breakfast, I'm like, ooh, I could eat that right now. I'm starving. So it's not really my thing. I didn't really like the food that much. I liked it enough to eat it all, but not enough to 
you know, say I have to get back there to eat there. So again, that that could be because I'm I don't love Mexican food because I'm uncultured and you know I think Taco Bell is Mexican food and someone from Mexico would laugh at you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I ate it, tasted the the food, seemed like it was a good quality and well done. Mine was prepared in like dish and it was. Uh, I I can't really compare it to a lot, but. Uh, you know, if 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 you come from like California or Texas or something where you get a lot of real Mexican cuisine, that's probably the people that say, "Oh, this is terrible. Don't eat there." But somebody like me, you know, it, it, I thought it, I thought it was good. I didn't regret it at all. Um, it did seem a little pricey though. Like my plate was very small, and I think it was like thirty to some thirty bucks or something for a little plate. So it's a little on the expensive side, but. You can't beat the ambiance. I mean, to be sitting there in the Mexican pavilion, you know, to feel like you're at an open air market in Mexico at night next to a pyramid. It's like you it was worth it. If I if I were on vacation, I would I would recommend going there. But for someone like me who lives close by, it's not really something I would do a lot. I would agree with that. Um, mine, I got the enchiladas verde de pollo, I think is how you say it. I'm not sure, but um, I uh, that that's uh, it's described as a corn tortilla stuffed with shredded chicken topped with melted Chihuahua cheese. I'm not really sure what that is. Probably don't want to know. But um, queso fresca and crema mexicana so i'm not sure what any of that stuff is i just know um it was basically an enchilada with a green sauce on top of it and some cheese and it was again i agree with you john um 30 ish dollars 35 36 bucks for that and um it was a little on the expensive side i think for what you got I, uh, your portions are a little small but uh, i did feel full when i walked out of there so i don't know i guess maybe it's just the way that it's prepared there's actually a lot more there maybe you know a lot of stuff combined but um with that said you can't beat the ambiance like you said um great great restaurant for that you're you're paying for the experience i thought the service was pretty good so uh you know, I, I thought the server did a pretty good job. He had oh, yeah, a pretty good yeah, personality and uh, good seemed like a like a good person. Good oh, guy. Yeah, he was accommodating too. Your wife didn't want any specific dish, and they exactly. were accommodating. They gave her what she wanted. So that's, yeah, that's always nice to know too. If you have a family member who does not want to eat Mexican, they will accommodate you. They won't be like too bad. Order from the menu. They'll give you whatever they need to do. I guess they're used to to things like that. Yeah, yeah, and the, the kids the same thing. Like the kids uh, menu is standard uh, kids menu, uh, with the exception of there is uh, like an empanada uh, meal on there and a, and chicken tacos. And their kids prices are not that bad. They're like eight fifty a piece for the kids meal. So, and and they did bring out chips and salsa, like the homemade chips and salsa, and everyone seemed to like that. Okay, so. Um, uh, that was that was pretty good. Uh, all right, fast forward back or go back to where we were before. Um, I wanted to stay, uh, say that we did um, check out Harmoni Harmonious Jim or uh, John Harmonious um, back by the between the German uh, and Italian Pavilion. I believe is where we saw it at. Um, 
my my thoughts haven't changed on harmonious at all uh in fact it's probably gotten worse i don't i oh something else i'll mention too this was uh it's actually where we saw it is where they do the weddings at there in epcot you know where i'm talking about where they kind of have that little wedding area that goes out for wedding receptions out into the water there um back by the italian pavilion um that's that's where we saw it at like right around there and there was a wedding going on um they had a reception in the american pavilion and so for harmonious they stepped out onto this thing and the wedding party was right next to us so they were all watching harmonious um in their reception having drinks and having catered food to them and things like that um I'm just, I'm not impressed, John. Uh, in fact, I'm so unimpressed by Harmonious that we left uh, before the grand finale to make it over to Frozen um, to ride that again. By the way, that was the third time we rode, Fro- rode Frozen, so that's how unimpressed I am by Harmonious. I, you know, it's... Even it's, Leatherface Frozen is better. <laughs> yeah, it's right, it's better than Harmonious, in my opinion. Uh, I, no offense meant to anybody that enjoys it uh you know uh, great i'm it's not like illuminations where i feel like i'm if they get rid of harmonious and i'm gonna have to see the last show I, i just don't care i will not see it again I just don't care. I'd rather do other things. And um, it's kind of like Magic Kingdom parades for me. I'm not impressed by it. And I know a lot of people love them. And and great. I, again, I'm not criticizing anyone or like not not like putting anyone down or saying it. If you enjoy that type of thing, awesome. I It's just not my preference. It's not my thing. So um, I won't see Harmonious again. The kids kind of enjoyed it, but then they lost interest. Um, And so that's why we took off and went. I I said to them right before the finale, I said, hey, you guys want to go get on Frozen? They're like, yeah. And so we went. And then as we were walking, we got to see uh, the the finale. And and that was fun. The finale is pretty cool. It it is pretty neat. But um, we got on Frozen. And again, as the park was closing, uh, after Frozen, I had my uh, call group to uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. And John, that's where my two hours began and ended because I heard the cast members talking about it only being 25% um, ride capacity. They only had that, uh, like so many trains running, uh, very low cast member. Um, uh, uh, you know, a population in there that day and or at night for that evening thing. Um, I had talked about it quite a bit last week. I'm not going to recover it. Um, but after that, that was it for us. Uh, we packed up and got ready to leave the next day and took off. So, um, I, I honestly, I want to say that if you are on a deluxe stay and you're trying to take advantage of Epcot, and you want to ride a bunch of rides with low um, low crowds and things like that, your best bet is to stay away from Guardians of the Galaxy. Try and get on during the day. Uh, because it took me an hour, like an hour, 
to get on that. That wasted an hour of my two hours. And then once I got on it, the ride failed once. Um, so again, it's just going to take up so much of your time. So go do Test Track or go do Spaceship Earth. I didn't get to do Spaceship Earth this time around because of this. Um, go do something else that you can take advantage of for your extra hours. I, I mean, if you are only doing those two hours just to get on Guardians of the Galaxy, hey, go for it. That's that's what you want to do. But if you want to experience other stuff, I'd say t- you'd be better served to take advantage of that. Uh, John, that's that's it for uh, my park experience on this, uh, th- this trip. I, I know we're going way long, but uh, do you have any last thoughts on the time you spent with us on the uh das pass and uh, we covered that a little bit but um anything else you want to add you spent like uh, the bulk of two days with us no i just have to say that that was a lot of fun and <clears throat> i really was impressed that i was even able to get on your das pass you know it's something you've been down here before and like i said we really didn't go on a lot of rides together we typically meet up or have a meal or do something together but you know you'd go on your way and i'd go on mine and a big part of it is you know i wasn't on the desk pass and i don't know why i never thought hey i could just add into you know add that in and it never occurred to me before it it never did me either yeah and and it was such it is such a treat for me like i said to be able to do all that really cool so i uh I uh, really think it's a great thing. So if you use, if you utilize the DAS Pass, um, yeah, it's it, it's definitely a game changer. So I, yeah. I would recommend it. I I guess my one thing is I would ask that people don't take advantage of it. You know, I mean, um, uh, yeah. you know, if you don't, there there are people that do, and there's not much you can do about it. But I will say I've heard that there are people that have got caught taking advantage of that thing. And when you get caught taking advantage of it, you are trespassed. You're banned for life. Uh, and so once you take advantage of that, that's not to say that you'll never be able to go back to Disney. You'll have to go through an appeals process. And I know people that have got the trespass and have been banned for life and that appeals process often takes up to years like i know people that have or have heard of people uh, that have taken two years content creators that have been trespassing has taken two years for them to get back well, in that's why and i think the reason we bring this up is uh, i know cast members and this is a friend of a friend we saw at the magic kingdom actually the evening that we're talking about and they basically were using das pass to have the take their friends around and they didn't need the das pass but they did know what to say to get it because they know other cast members who said oh if you just say this or that they have to give it to you and again they said oh you should do it and i kind of I thought about how awesome it was when we were had it the other day, and then I was like, but I took a deep breath and said, I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna do it. And it wasn't about fear of getting caught or anything. It was just, it's there for a reason, you know. If if mm-hmm. if people like me start just saying, oh, I know what to say to get it, I'm gonna get it. Well, that's gonna spread rapidly, and before you know it, they're not gonna give it to the people that actually do need it too. So again. 
I, I, I agree. Don't make this stuff up, you know, because like if you didn't have it, I don't even think you'd be making these trips right now because what would be the point? You know, you'd have the kids in the lines, there'd be a meltdown, that'd be the end. And that would be, it wouldn't even be happening. You don't want to mess that up. Yeah. And I do want to be clear. Um, we had to pay the same price as anyone else for the ticket. Again, my wife and I are annual pass mem- um, holders. We got we do not get discounts for the girls or anything like that. Um, we paid the same price as everyone else for the ticket. The only thing is we, we didn't have to do lightning lane. I wouldn't do lightning lane to begin with. I'm just not a – or genie plus rather. I, I don't like the system. I refuse to – pay money into it um i don't care if i ride three rides or do things like you do john um a trip to disney is more than just rides for me but for the girls you know it, it helped with them and oh um, yeah when you and your wife came here you did no you waited like everybody else so. yeah and i brought my son down who does not have a disability and uh, in december and we we did just like anyone else, you know, we didn't take advantage of anything. We didn't make anything up. We, we did, you know, and it was very busy and we didn't get to do a lot of rides and a lot of stuff, but we just took advantage of what we could when we could, you know, as far as within, you know, anyone else, what anyone else does. Uh, yeah. And just so everybody knows, there's a reason that I'm cynical, especially when it comes to cast members. I just know too many. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're not all angels that float around and love to create magic. Uh, well, uh, they're definitely not. <laughs> There's. <laughs> I I love you know you're right. I think the majority of cast members that I've ran into are great people. They seem to be, and they seem to you know that like any any other population, you know the the things are pretty good with them. I mean, they do a good job, but it, there's no one, in my opinion that has truly spent any significant time at Disney World that hasn't had negative run-ins with cast members. I mean, it's just, right? I mean, it's just the way it goes. And if you know cast members because you live in the Central Florida area, you're going to know a heck of a lot more. (laughs) I just know some people that have taken advantage of everything imaginable so much to the point that it's just uh, unbelievable. And again, I don't like to be judgy, but I just I just don't like to see that it happens like that. Like I told you before about the people, too, that have ridden Guardians so many times you wouldn't believe it. And there were cast members back when Rise of the Resistance was impossible to get on. They would uh, if they got through their people by like, say, like five o'clock or whatever, the cast members would them and their friends would ride it. They'd videos of them riding it alone and i'm like in my mind i'm thinking there's there's thousands of people at that park that are extremely disappointed that didn't get the ride this today do a surprise opening say hey guys anybody want to like to me i would feel so much better about surprising guests than i would about uh being obnoxious with other cast members going yeah let's i'm gonna ride it by myself look how great it's like that might be fun and all, but I certainly wouldn't brag about that on Instagram. And I would feel bad that, again, once in a lifetime, people on trips didn't get to get on there. Go surprise some people. That, that's spread uh, good feelings, not 
not gluttony and resentment. Oh, yeah, look, I can ride it all I want. And you know how many people might have saw that on Instagram and said, I was there that day. I never got to ride the ride. and be like, oh, too bad for you. I'm riding it by myself. Yay. It's like, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Just read the room, people. Read the room. I got you. I know there's <laughs> one cast member in particular that's also a social media, I guess, quote, influencer, unquote, that... It would have no problem like rubbing that in people's faces and uh, you and i have talked about that individual before and uh, uh I, I don't think that's the one you're talking about now but i'm just saying that there's there's one that just you know definitely uh there's there's a problem there so but in any case uh all right john uh how'd your social media go for the week um it's been going pretty good overall um and uh, one is doing a lot better than the other. So we'll start out with the CWDW. That's been, uh, it's been weirdly consistent. And a lot of it has to do with, I discovered the use of templates. And that's been working out well for me. Like people really like the templates and, you know, they have fun things like countdowns. And I think the first one I did was days of the week. And that one did very well. <coughs> I think I have a couple hundred thousand views on it. And what a template is, if you're looking at a reel, it'll say use template. You click on it and you add your own videos and photos in and it, you can edit it a little bit and then it makes your video using the same background music and the same timing. And uh, some of my videos that I had, they actually made templates out of. So I apparently I create templates and now I'm using other templates too. That's interesting that you said that because you talked before the podcast about this uh, template template concept and you know it's for reels um, but I I wasn't aware of it like I didn't see it and I had no idea it was even there until you mentioned it and I clicked on it real quick and I'm like wow okay that could be really I think useful most people are I shouldn't be telling anybody about it till I utilize it myself enough everybody thinks I'm some expert They're like wow look at the timing of this video it's like I didn't do it. <laughs> Although some of them I did. Like I said, I've got some that I made up that I went back and looked. I'm like, I made this one up from scratch and it says use templates. So that means they take some of my successful reels and they make templates that anyone can click on and use it. So they're using my timing, my song choice and the whole thing and just plugging their own stuff in. And I would be like, ah, oh, why are they using my stuff? It's like, well... Uh, we're all using each other's, I guess. So I, it, it made me not feel bad about using templates when I see them. Like at, at first I was like, well, that doesn't seem right. And take someone else's work and then plug in my stuff. It's like, they're doing it to me too. So it's just a thing that's happening. Anyway, I'm up to 69,300 followers on CWDW. Um, my biggest video of the last couple of weeks um it's probably uh well if you go back a few weeks the tower of terror again i did whenever i show that sign it does well i'm up to 95,000 views on that but my other one is one of the templates and uh, it's like a it's like the monsters inc countdown to where they're uh, about to do their scare floor thing you know it's just a bunch of stuff so that's up to like 79,000 views but I wanted to point a few things out here. I, I'm up to 1.1 million accounts for the past 30 days that I've reached. And 
one million is about average for me on this. So I'm up a little bit. Um, my bonus plays, I'm up to 913,000 out of 84 million. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the important number is 913,000 is my bonus plays for this. Because now I want to go over to Universal. And I went from getting, you know, a few thousand views a day to unbelievably huge amount of views my bonus plays for universal is 2.87 million Hmm. so i'm getting triple the views on universal which is pretty amazing although i showed you this before and i know people online can't see it but it's literally the graph it's nothing but a dud and then it just skyrockets right up so yeah and and Part of the reason I wanted to go to see Dudley Do-Rights is my Dudley Do-Right video, which I've posted many times, and I even always use the same the same music for it because there's really only one song for Dudley Do-Right in there. That, so, But I'm up to 1.5 million views, and that's standing at the bridge, watching the thing come down. Anybody can get this video. It's not special. There's people stand there all day long and take it so i don't know why mine did so well but one and a half million views twenty-eight thousand likes it's it's a pretty huge number so i got that and then i got three hundred forty-one thousand views on the cat on the high in the sky trolley train ride again again i've posted countless of them they never get that high i don't know well no i shouldn't say that some of them do but this one was not that special and then i posted jurassic a river adventure just the raft pulling up 677,000 views and uh, that's been the big one so far but that or no there's one other one Let's see 92,000 for a, a Haggard's one that's my highest on the other page that's as big as it gets it's so small on this one I forgot about it so for some reason my universal page is skyrocketing and getting like triple the views of my Disney one. And this is all of a sudden. Again, the one that took off was one that I posted at least five times before. And anybody can get. So again, I my favorite one personally is going over uh, Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. So it's a video from the top going down. Um that is up to 50,000, 54,000 views. Because we live in backwards world, I have a feeling this one won't do as good as the one anybody can get. It's like, this is one that not many, I don't think I've ever seen it on Instagram at least, or TikTok, the video going from the top, looking right down and keeping the camera steady all the way down that hill. Um, again, that took effort and work and a special trip the other one i literally was walking past and like oh look dudley do writes and hey look million and a half views it's like i find it ridiculous and none of it makes sense Um, my two highest videos again anybody can get the dudley do writes and nothing happened with jurassic park except the raft pulled up anybody who rides that can get that one really easy too they're not special you know but uh yeah We'll see. I'm hoping my other one does good, too. But since I got that one hit, though, I've been really trying to throw gasoline on the fire here by adding videos that I think will do well 
because why not try to capital on that? But here's the biggest thing. I'm up to 33,600 followers on C on my universal page, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I literally just had millions of people looking at my videos. So millions of people translate to a couple thousand followers added. That's really a bad ratio. That's like fraction of a percent of people might follow you. A fraction, a small, small fraction of a percent. Because you know, if if even like one percent of those people would follow me, I'd probably be like a, one of the bigger universal accounts. But I'm not because they love the video, but they're not going to follow me. So that's the new way of Instagram. Um, I, I I hear all these stories about people going, oh, I got a million views and now I got like 50,000 followers. And it's like, I've never seen that. I've gotten millions of views. I don't I don't get that kind of response. I never have. And I think it's before my time, I guess. I don't think it works that way anymore. Because mm-hmm. again, I've got millions of views and people with, you know, five times the followers can't get can't touch my views on this right now but it doesn't matter you know it really doesn't it's weird the way it works i am happy i don't think it'll last forever but i'm happy with the growth i'm getting out of it um i'll get a decent bonus this time too meaning instead of the hundred dollars i'm getting closer to like four hundred dollars for universal so that's good um you know i used to get in the thousands for these things you know but anyway Universal is very interesting. Um, I haven't really utilized templates much on that one. I think I use the one that does the hey. You know, it's like the people going, hey, 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 Mm. hey. I think I did that one. I've seen that one. And it did good. Again, that's a template. Anybody can click use template, put your own stuff in, and you got it. I did want to mention, too, I added the Dudley Do-Right one to... um, uh, TikTok as well. I'm up to 112,000 views on that. And it added a little bit. I think it added uh, about 100 people to my following. So TikTok is very hard to please anymore. To- <laughs> yes, like, they are. They're yeah. like, oh, you think you deserve millions, huh? It's, nope. You're, that's pretty much my best video in a long time, I have to admit. Like, that was hard to get, one I've never seen before. I'm quite proud that I got it at all. And again, it's doing well. Maybe it will go up to a million, but on TikTok, it won't even matter. That'll give me like $10 on my (laughs) thing and that'll be it. So it really won't matter, but still cool. Um, 100,000 in a day. I haven't had anything like that in a long time. So I consider it successful. Hopefully it keeps going and I got another you know, million plus one on there, but we'll see. I'm interested to see how it goes. Cause again, the no effort one million and a half, the extreme effort and planning and getting soaked one <laughs> and risking my phone. I, I'm going to laugh if that only gets like one tenth of what the one anyone could get gets. And it probably will. It might. I, I have a feeling that it, it's basically because of what people see on the, uh, the, the thumbnail the preview for something sometimes i mean but although you're talking a real so i don't know yeah when you get millions it's got to get your attention as you're just scamming scanning through and like i said i i think attention i if, if i was scanning through that's another tip for anyone who does reels don't start it out slow 
no one's going to watch it then. They're just going to go yeah. swipe, 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 swipe. swipe, swipe. You yeah. got to start it on a part they want to actually see. So I start that looking over the edge, like about mm -hmm. to go. So I'm hoping that gets people's attention. But maybe that's not enough. Maybe I need to start it partway down the first waterfall because they don't have <laughs> the attention span to wait uh, uh, a half a second before you're actually moving. So they might be like, yeah. oh, it's too not enough, not enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I, I guess maybe the point of view uh, it, for things like that, some people don't want to see that, but to see people going down it, you know, from a, you know, on the ground point of view, maybe that's what some people like. I don't know. I, I have uh, to. I think seeing it from the top is just amazing. I I've agree. watched it a hundred times. Cool. I'm, I'm still fascinated by it. I think it's a great and video. Like I, I said, I can't believe I held it so. I know. So focused. I didn't, and that's not with a gimbal or a special camera. That's mm. my iPhone and my two hands holding it steady, going yeah. down. So it's a risk too with Universal. You never know um, <laughs> when they're gonna like send the uh, the Universal police after you for filming on a ride. You know, I mean, it's uh, <laughs> there's some stress involved there, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 and if something happens and something pops off and my phone falls it's uh gonna be too late like like they're not gonna be like oh yeah we're not definitely gonna look for your phone they're gonna be like you're not allowed to use your phone on this dummy you probably ain't ever gonna see that again you know yeah. like it, you just aren't getting it back yeah yeah that's right so yeah <laughs> it is a risk in many ways and like i said it required a special trip it required being soaked through all my clothes and everything, but it was wor worth it though. But I am proud. I'm only saying all that stuff because of the attention the video may or may not get in the future. It's just funny that the one that's done a million times a day, everybody loves it. And the other one, maybe not. And maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Passive I think one. I think I got to give it a week or two to really say that. Maybe it'll do yeah. even better. But if it did, oh man, imagine if I got millions more views i might get i might have 34,000 followers <laughs> i'm lucky anybody else would be like oh yeah. I, I had one video that did well now i have a hundred thousand followers like oh how do you do that <laughs> i still don't understand it you know i almost want to put that thing on mine you know the annoying thing that says follow cuo follow cuo follow cuo that I works think they sometimes. do that because it works. It's it like does. I the think dumb it people does. read it three times and then they follow. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to do that. But I, agree I with you. feel like if I do it, people are going to think I stole the video and then I did it. That's what those people do. Well, they'll then... steal my video and then they'll say, follow me, follow me, follow me. The videos mm -hmm. by CUL. It's like, yeah. why am I following you? Because I steal the best videos and I'll show you. It's like, great. But if you put that on there, they won't steal your video as much probably. So, you know. Well, no, they will. They, yeah, they probably will. They stole this one immediately. They didn't even wait a day or two. They mm. started putting it up. And again, they put my name about down where you, you'd have to scroll way down to see it. And first they put all their information and their telephone numbers and travel and stuff. So yeah. they literally just take it at least... Give me a day or two to uh, to get some views before you just take it. I mean, that's just shameful. Yeah, I... I, that's why on YouTube I put that like and subscribe uh, graphic just because that works, you know, it really does. Uh, 
And I always ask people to comment. And so there are certain people that will comment when you ask them to do that, you know? So uh, it, it just is. I don't know what it is. It just reminds people that there is an engagement thing going on there. So, all right, John, where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, c.wdw on YouTube, and c.uo on Instagram. All right, and you can find me at the giant rat, T H E E giant rat, on Instagram and on TikTok and on Twitter. Okay, that should do it for this week. We will see you on the next one.